again. Did you guys see the thing I sent you? I guess some what? guy w- was doing fan casting for Harry Potter. Oh, I, I didn't understand any of it, but I thought oh. you'd explain it to me. Okay, hold on. Let me pull it up real quick. Um, We've got a mansplain it to Dustin. We do. Our, because our, there's there's a few on there that we had picked. Like Andy Circus was on there, except it was as Mad-Eye Moody, which I'm actually, I wish we I didn't even go that. over Mad-Eye Moody. No, we didn't. Like We just did like. We did like more very, than main mains. Yeah, we did like a very, like this is like a full on. Content isn't available right now. Why is the content not available right now? That's dumb. Yeah, sorry, I, I I was not available when you sent that to me. Uh, it probably got taken down. Damn it, that sucks. Because there was a lot. Because like they had Andy Circus as Mad Eye Moody, Alan Tudyk as uh, Cornelius Fudge. Um, Cornelius was... Fudge? That the, sounds made up as fuck. That's, that's the, uh, the Minister oh, that's of Magic. Minister yeah, of Magic, the guy yeah. in like the second movie takes Hagrid away. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you didn't know his name was Cornelius Fudge. To be fair, I'm I'm with I'm in agreement with Dustin. The first time I heard that name, or actually the first time I should say I, I read the name because I read that book first before seeing the movie. I was like, what the actual fuck? Yeah, it got taken well, down. Damn it. That's I will sick. say for Dustin, technically it is a made up name. It is. All right, smart ass. <laughs> but um <laughs> No, it sounds like y'all are fucking with me. Like, oh was Welcome back to another podcast of Centerway Society. Today, we will not be doing our typical, which is fan theories. We're not even doing a react uh, per se. Kind of could be one, but really, we're just about to have some fun talking about an awesome there and back trip. Uh, Before I get too far into that, I'd like to introduce the people that will be with me uh, this evening, this fine evening, to talk about the trip. And two of the three were on the trip. So without further ado, we have Dustin. Hey, I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Oh, and that's a little yeah. taste of what we're going to be talking about. We also have Rob. Mac, 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 Mac. And we have James, who actually wasn't able to come on this trip, unfortunately, because he was too lame being in Florida, which is an area where he resides. And he wanted to go to the beach and play Jaws instead. I was trying to find me a shark, but you can call me Brenda because I drowned in the pool. So, oh, oh there it is. So, what? so uh, me uh, being Jordan, Dustin, and Rob took an adventure. We we left our home state, which is a crazy thing to think about because we are terrified of even leaving our front door. Uh, and we got into a car and left uh, at eight a.m. in the morning, and we arrived at two forty p.m. in Red Bank. New Jersey. Now, why in the hell would anybody drive six plus hours to go to Red Bank, New Jersey? I asked myself that question too. Did you really? (laughs) Well, the reason we went to Red Bank, New Jersey is because uh, there is a man and several people that were born in Red Bank, New Jersey that we just happen to love. Uh, One being Kevin Smith, writer, editor, director, actor galore. Um, if you enjoy his films, uh, if you've never heard that name, that's fine. It's more of a cult following for him. So no big deal. 
Um, but if you're listening to this show, you're probably as nerdy as we are. So you probably know who he is. I was um, going to say, would he be considered a man or a king of the nerds? I would say king of the nerds. I mean, I mean that's probably pretty close to accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, doesn't he remind you of like a community manager, like for a video game or something? Like he's like, kind like of he's like our ambassador. Knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that like tries to like advise you throughout your story. Right. Like he's involved in the production of things, but really more in kind of like a, hey, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but hey, check this out. Like, <laughs> right. Like, hey, just so you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm tell you a secret. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, but no. So we, we took a trip. We drove six plus hours uh, one way, went to Red Bank, New Jersey, went to Atlantic Highlands, went to Hazlitt, New Jersey. We essentially hit the whole Red Bank, Monmouth uh, County area. Um, why did we do this? We had tickets to go see a movie that came out in 1997 um, with Jason Lee, who was one of the stars of the movie and just a living legend, pro skateboarder. My name is Earl, can do anything he wants, pretty much, in my opinion. Syndrome and, and the Incredibles. Syndrome and the Incredibles, exactly. He, he's got a long list. Um, to see him and Kevin Smith, which we've already discussed, do a Q&A after the movie. Um, we paid $37 each to go see a movie that came out 26 years ago, <laughs> which feels like you're being ripped off. But the experience overall was the whole like journey for it. So um, along on this trip, we're going to talk about kind of what we did, how the experience was. We're going to talk about what we went and saw, what we went and did. Uh, and, 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 you know, to 90% of you, you don't give a shit. Um, and you don't give a shit about these places or these people, but we do. So we're going to tell you exactly what it meant to us. So this episode is going to get all of like three likes or three yep. listens. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there you go. So, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I was very surprised by being like, Oh, I went on this awesome trip with my friends and we went and did this awesome stuff. And they were like, who's Kevin Smith. And I'm like, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> He's important to us. Um, but yeah. anyway, let's get out of that. Um, overall, we're not going to talk about what we did on the trip. Let's just talk about the two there and then back. How did we like the driving there and back in one full day, not getting a hotel and no rest? It was the most times I have listened to uh, Jack Black's Peaches. Peaches, yeah. And one sitting, <laughs> dude. That's true. It was a good song. To be fair, we only really started that on like the beginning of the trip. That's true. Like, we listened to it, I think, three times on the way up there. I don't oh, know, we, if... like like three times in a row was the issue. I think though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might have been the issue. Um, so Jordan still thinks he's in his twenties. I am so... twenty nine and a few days. That's what we're gonna call it. Yeah, sure. Let's call it that. So Jordan has yet to embrace the fact that once you hit the magical age of 30, perhaps driving several states away and then coming back in the same day is not the best idea. It wasn't the same day, but it was within 24 hours. But that's fair. Within 24 hours. My yeah. bad. That's fair. All, all I'm saying that as the resident old man of the group, if we ever do this again, there is no way in hell that we are driving there and back in less than 24 hours. 
No, we'll get a hotel next time. Yes, we will. It's probably the smarter choice. It but I, I say we we pulled that off. We we really did. We pulled it off by like it, we were hanging on by by a thread yeah. in the okay. end. Okay, I'll say. Okay, you did like the majority of the driving up there, and then Rob, you took over. We we won and though. We, we, ch- we probably split. Split. We split. split. Yeah, it was, half, it was Maryland that we that I took over because Jordan grabbed a, a sandwich. Oh god, yeah, that Texas Royal toast Farms. sandwich was so good. The, and I drove the rest of the way. The drive back scared me because we were leaving New Jersey, and as soon as we're leaving, like Jordan, you were like. I'm good. And you were good for like the first 30 minutes. And then I could see you doing this number, your head. Well, no, 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 no. Hold on. Yes. Hold on. It was, no, it wasn't <laughs> the first 30 minutes. I lasted an hour. It was like an hour. Cause I remember looking at like when we were leaving and then like the time it dwindled down to yeah. at about an hour five, I was worthless. I was done. My, my engine, my energy, everything was out of me. I yeah. could not like, and, and I'm glad that I was, at least intelligent enough to look over to Dustin because you, Rob, on the other hand, were trying to fall asleep in the back seat. And every once in a while, you'd hear like a, <laughs> and you'd be like, "What? Jesus Christ!" Like he'd snore for three, like three, like seconds, and he'd be like, "God, oh, can't really sleep, guys." And you're like, "How the hell do you do that?" First magic. <laughs> yep. But no, I'm glad that I, I at least retained enough like intelligence to be like, "You I were. Need, I need. I were... need to hit. I need to hit a gas station because I need to. I need to switch out." You were instantly out as soon as you got in the passenger seat. Like, I'm so glad you, you... bumped that thing back. And I was like, well, now I have less room. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Jordan are both like around six two. Dustin, <laughs> I think is he's slightly shorter than both of us. Well, you say I like five, like five two. Five, I was going to say around five, five eight because he's shorter I, than me. I'm just I, trying to be funny. I, I'm five ten, well a generous five ten, probably five Wait, nine. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's no way in hell you're five ten. No, I am. Well, I'm five really? eleven. Yeah, I feel like Dustin's like just a tad bit smaller. Than Anyways, me. back Anyways, to what ahead, I was go saying. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But due to three large people being in one vehicle at the same time, the yeah. back seat was just god awful. Because I'm trying. That, to, that, that's the reason why I couldn't sleep is because my legs were like practically in my chest. So <laughs> that back seat was so comfortable. Don't disrespect his his whip. Well, for for a normal sized person, it's definitely comfortable. Yeah, for a normal sized person, it's fine. But for a taller, larger normal, individual, Dustin, normal. Dustin, you are skinnier than me. You are shorter than me. Yes, it is comfortable for you. But for my six foot two, three hundred plus pound ass, it's fucking uncomfortable as hell. Feel like um, I'm getting tall superiority here. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm trying to praise you for your uh choice of you know losing weight and being healthy. Oh, I so, appreciate it. And Thank being you, a, a, average height versus the gluttonous giant say, monstrosity yeah, that I is will me. say being being six two kind of has it has its disadvantages. Every yeah. house I've ever showered in I'm like, well it's cool this shower head is uh three inches below me. Awesome. Every house, every hotel, <laughs> it's got to duck down and yeah, wash duck, your hair. Yeah, yeah, just just you know, get in the fetal position on the on the yeah. shower. It's band. fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I I do want to say I was so tempted because for anybody listening, Jordan is terrified of other people driving his vehicle, and not no 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Disclaimer: there. Okay. It's not just my vehicle. I could give a shit what vehicle we're in. I'm terrified of anybody driving me at all i have terrible anxiety about it but i was a trooper on the way up with rob 
you were yes. you really were and 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 when you go into it i'll explain why on the way back with you i was so much more terrified but go ahead okay so i'm driving back and honestly i was tired but i i knew i was good if that makes sense right yeah and i'm driving back and i'm like trying to keep the music down because i'm like i know rob needs to sleep he, he needs to be able to get up in the morning and stuff like that and i'm trying to find like ways to entertain myself and i'm like what if i freak jordan the fuck out <laughs> oh this was you did that on purpose this was premeditated oh you, you son of a bitch you dude <laughs> you're never driving his car again holy shit <laughs> You know, so so my side of it, it was the first time. And, and here's my thing. Okay. The way I was laid back, laid back in my yeah. in the passenger chair, when I when my eyes opened, the only thing I could really see was like the up the top side of the windshield. Like nothing, <laughs> nothing lower, okay? Just the yeah. top side. So um, I don't know how long I was out for that first time. Mm-hmm. I know I was out like probably 30 minutes. Yeah. I, I, I figured it was like 20 or 30. That seemed about right to me because um all I remember was the terrifying awakening because I don't know what the fuck happened. Um, it's the rumble strips on the yes, side of the, the road, rum, the rumble strips on the side of the road. And and here's my thing going, like trying to fall asleep. I knew <laughs> Dustin was tired. He kept telling me he was okay, but I knew he was tired. And my probably biggest fear in life um, is being in an accident while asleep in the car, that is just fucking terrifying to me. The idea of that. I don't know why, but the idea of that is terrifying. Yeah. So he hits the fucking rumble strips. It immediately wakes me up and I don't like, I don't jolt up. The only thing I see because I'm looking out the top side of the fucking windshield is just fog. And I'm like, oh, I was like, like, and I'm like, oh my God, we're over the bridge. And the next thing I do, I lean up and I'm like, oh, Dustin's on the road. We're fine. And but he kicked me out of sleep so fucking fast. I got legitimately terrified. And then like periodically I would be dozing back off. And then I I didn't realize it was a fucking joke the first time. But it seemed like every time I tried to go back to sleep, just some little little bit of rumble strip and uh, can't 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 go back. I didn't I never I never hit a rumble strip after that, but definitely I would hit like a bump or, and you would or, jump it, up it, and be like a bump. Yeah, it would be like it would be like shitty Jersey, you know, interstate roads where you're hitting fucking potholes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, huh? Yeah, it dude. Oh my god. After that, I was legitimately afraid. I was terrified <laughs> of of not of you driving, but like yeah. I'm like, oh god, every time and like I tried to keep myself awake. Every time I start to fall asleep, I'm like, oh, this is how I die. <laughs> From the view of the back seat, because I didn't know, oh, I good. I was literally a little scared that Dustin was getting sleepy, and that's and why that, he hit. That it. was my fear. But like I saw like Jordan's eyes open, and then just like a split second of confusion, and then he popped right the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, Jordan thinks we're all dead. <laughs> I, I legit did, dude. It like like I said when I when my eyes opened, the first thing I saw, and this is where the confusion was. The first, the only thing I could see out of the fucking windshield was just fog, and I was like, he went off a bridge. We're fucking diving down. I I don't know why. I was just like, oh, this everybody's gonna find this hilarious. No. And then I realized that it went from like, oh, this is gonna be funny to they all think that I'm gonna kill us. Yeah. Like, oh no. <laughs> So the moral of the story, kids, is get a hotel. 
Yeah, just get a hotel. Just yep. get a hotel. That's yeah, that was. Probably. I was yeah. thinking about it too, because when I was close, I'm not gonna lie, I was close. When we had talked about this, I had told you guys. So, are we just gonna drive there and back? Do you want to get a hotel? I was gonna offer to pay for it because I found one that was uh, outside of Red Bank, but it was actually closer to Atlantic Highlands, and it was like one fifty, I think, for the night. But it had the it had a bed, it had a pull out couch. Like it slept like five or six people. Oh, yeah, the, so only, the, the only, and we could have made were, that when work. you were sending us like those things. Yeah, initially been like, hey, there's a hotel here. Hey, there's a hotel here. Every single one you sent, I was like, that looks like someone's been murdered in that place. And that was my issue with I think the hotels there. I was like, this looks like somebody's about to get fucking like like stabbed. It's New Jersey. It happens. <laughs> and plus, we had never been there before, and the street view yeah. stuff looked very dingy. Yeah, and it, stuff. it wasn't like now. In the future, would I be willing to go back and get a hotel? Absolutely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. It, it was such a good town. It was such a good vibe. Red Bank I, was really I nice. love it. It really, it, yeah. it really was. Uh, yeah. Uh, James also enjoyed it. What did you think of the trip, James? Oh, right. Oh. Well, it was real cool until I cut my fingers in the water with the blood. Go, Here's your t-shirt. Oh, wait. No, I was here doing that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was mean. Oh, my God. We said yeah. we were going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I did say that. <laughs> you did say you were gonna do it that james that was premeditated i'm sorry so, so let me ask you guys this um being now that we're older does chasing amy hit you different oh oh definitely different. jesus christ um, yeah it i've watched that movie several times in my life a lot of it when teen years yeah when i first found out about it, probably 12 or 13 when i first found out about it and realized yeah. it was a kevin smith film and had a lot of actors i liked and then jason lee uh Joey Lauren Adams, I mean Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck's in it, you know Batfleck's yeah. in it. Um, had a lot of great like actors, actresses in it that I enjoyed. Um, I liked that it was more of like a like indie feeling film too. Oh yeah. As a teenager, I enjoyed it for the the dumb parts of it. I enjoyed it for the opening scene where it's still my favorite. What's part. a what's a Nubian? What's a Nubian? You know, I, shut like, the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, like like that scene, and then it all being like a like something they do just to get the fucking like get the people yeah. out of there, you know, type of thing. I love that. Um, there's a lot of good witty parts of it with like the uh, the the four crossroads and stuff like that, four yeah. roads drawing and and all that. Then there's finger cuffs. I mean, there's so much funny to it. And as a teenager, I picked up on it like, oh, this is a funny movie. Yeah. Um watching it again probably earlier 20s i then i think more so thought about like how progressive the movie was for like 97 yeah 96 97 i it's not something i thought about as a teenager i wasn't thinking about wow they they went to you know a a a gay uh club i didn't realize that they went to or that they they had a gay black man in the movie i realized it but i didn't think of like why did that matter i was more like oh cool whatever and then then there's you know bisexuality you know in the movie and which is, is interesting because we'll, and we'll get into it later when the q a came up because they had a different like explanation for some of the things and how the movie maybe hasn't aged as well and there's reasons for that um and then the end where it's like banky you know is clearly in love with uh with ben affleck's character and holden, holden yeah holden mcneil and 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 you're like oh wow like that's probably something that happens all the time where it's like two people that have been together, not like romantically, but friendship, emotional level for so long that one does maybe start having an attraction toward that person. And the way that he, 
um, for lack of better words, uh, was kind of homophobic. I was going to yeah. say gay bash, which is why I said lack of better words, but he was kind of homophobic and it was more of him projecting his anger because he feels this way and he doesn't understand it. So yeah, that movie hits way different now to me. Oh yeah. Yeah, it really does. I, I had always seen it as a heavy subject matter and it's probably one of the reasons why I've only ever watched it like maybe once or twice, but um, it, it is really amazing to come back to it this many years later and and really the the message of screwing up a really good thing just because you can't get over over your own bullshit it's just yeah it's a message that i i mean i i haven't seen in a lot of movies like honestly yeah and it pulls it off so well it doesn't hold anything back it's not afraid to say bad words and it's not afraid to like hit on subject matters that are uncomfortable yeah Yeah. vulgar yeah and you don't see movies made that way anymore honestly no James, um, you've seen Chasing Amy, correct? It has been a long time. What was your thoughts of it when you saw it? Well, I was like a, I want to say it was when we were culinary. So I was like Mm -hmm. late teens. Oh, yeah. So you probably had some type of like something close to what my watch was when I was in my teens. Yeah. Like I, like there's a few Kevin Smith movies that I've gone back and watched multiple times. Like I've watched Dong one not too long ago, but, uh, and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah usually yeah. those are the ones that you hit. You, you know? want the you yeah. want the dick and fart jokes, of course. Which mm-hmm. is funny because it's it's. I mean, there's always dick and fart jokes, and it's kind of what he's made his life on. But I I don't know about you guys, but seeing the Jay and Silent Bob reboot, seeing Clerks three, seeing some of the newer stuff coming out, and I have Mallrats too. When that does decide, you know, when they do decide to start shooting, and that does drop. Um, all those movies more recently that he's been doing, they have the element of the dick and fart joke, but then they have the resolve and the emotional toll well, of at of the same two, time. So. I mean, Kevin Smith's getting older. He's he had his heart attack. He had a heart attack. I mean, he's he's gone through a lot that's changing his perspective on mm-hmm. filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And I love his Q and A's because for people listening, one of the reasons I got into podcasting to begin with was one of his Q and A's he did his big thing at the end was just do something like if, if podcasting is what you want to do or for acting is what you're writing, whatever it is that you want to do, there's nothing stopping you. Just go ahead and do it. And that was part of my motivation to do my go ask your father to do bracket battle, just to kind of do something. Yeah. And now with this, so like, yeah. And it doesn't matter. Like, like uh, when we discussed even doing this show and I am, truthfully this is my probably most experience when it comes to podcasting is this show um this was never like we're not in the background messaging each other like how do we get famous how do we how do we get viral how do we do this how do we do that it's like dude let's just talk about stupid shit and enjoy that the company of us four people here because yeah. we get along we enjoy nerdy stuff um except when james and rob talk about harry potter but we you know we have a, <laughs> see, a level see, we have I, a level of understanding and, and mutual agreement to some degree that you know it's it's we just enjoy doing this but if i never see a dime from this i'm never going to care about it i just enjoy the because we're never going to see a dime from we're ne- <laughs> if anything <laughs> we we're care, we're, if anything we'll see negative money we'll lose money on this shit. <laughs> somehow see I, now, when it comes to me and rob and harry potter i'm going to go ahead and put this out there I, I come to Rob with my theories because he's my Harry Potter guy. Nobody else that I know is as much into Harry Potter as Rob is. Yeah, that's why I go to, to Dustin for my Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, so, well. like, we've all got, like, one of those things that we're all big into. 
Yeah. We can easily go to that person and be like, hey, what do you know? And like, I go to Rob a lot, a lot outside the messages too. Like, I went to Rob yesterday and told him my three favorite Harry Potter characters, technically four, but so yeah. nice. No, yeah. every time James has ever messaged me outside of it, it's always like, I'm gonna get this motherfucker watch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you do you, man. Or it's like, I know, yeah, I'm gonna fuck I know what happened. I know what's gonna happen in the Mando season finale. I'm yeah, guessing this, right now. Here's, here's my here's my theory, and I'm right. And it was like, oh no, buddy. <laughs> should have been right that would have been so much better it would have been so much better um moving forward um we did a lot of cool things and and james i'm sorry this is going to ostracize you a little bit but feel free to just think about how you would feel yeah think about how you would feel if you went and did these things so um we went straight from uh virginia and i'm not going to mention the county we're in but we went straight from virginia uh to red bank new jersey and red bank has Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash, the comic book store. And so uh, this is me, Rob, and Dustin's first time taking the, pil- uh, the pilgrimage out there. Mm-hmm. And we first got fooled by some pop socket store. There were, there were, there were Funko Pops. And, that and was so weird. And it was so tiny. And I was like, this is not the stash. What happened? And then we this was cool, and we realized though. we're in the wrong one. It was cool, though, because um, beyond just Funko Pops, which I collect, uh, and I'm really shocked myself by not buying any of them they had sports memorabilia and for those who are a fan of the new york rangers they had an adam graves signed hockey jersey. you should have just bought it it was 150 bucks i don't know why i didn't you should have bought it because a new jersey after all the after all the money you just saved from new york yankees tickets you should have just bought it that's true you should have just bought it also that was on universal that was that was also another thing i'm sorry but on the way up just real quick (laughs) rob was in this like this like emotional battle of what tickets should he buy for Yankees because they okay. changed up. Let their, me let their, me tell their the anniversary story. stuff. Let me tell the story. And he he <laughs> he was <laughs> like, no 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 no. Hold on, I'm telling my side of it first. And because this is probably what how Dustin saw it too. He kept going in and out of this app like I could get these tickets it could be like you know eighty five bucks an outfield or I can get dude that are two sixty five and they're they you get food and drink or I can get these tickets that are one fifty. You know what? No no no. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking too emotionally about this. I'm thinking too emotionally. I just need to stop and me me and me and my wife will get t- together when I get back and we'll we'll do it. And then it was like his wife was like, yeah, get what you want. You know it's fine. We're gonna be saving money either way ba- based off of us not going to Universal now. And then it was <laughs> it went on for like four hours. It was, it was like it, I feel like it was at it least, was not four. It hours. was a, it was at least a two to two. It was the first. Endeavor. It was the first part of the trip. Okay, so my wife and I. My wife and I are going down to Florida, and we're leaving in ten days, and we're. It, this is our combined anniversary trip because it's our 10-year wedding anniversary this year and a partial Mother's Day trip for my wife because we are going to go to SeaWorld, which is something my wife truly loves. And we were talking about going to Universal because we went to Universal on our honeymoon when we went down to Orlando 10 years ago. We had talked about it and like with fast passes and just the one day ticket, it was going to be like close to like $800. Jesus Christ. So we we had talked about it, and we also realized that I am a larger person. Who's jealous of the Florida resident now, fool? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, not that jealous. Anyways, in all honesty, I, I probably wouldn't be able to fit in a lot of these rides right now in my current physical condition. So it really seemed like a waste of money to do it. So 
we had seen that my favorite baseball team, the New York Yankees, were going to be down in Tampa playing the Rays that weekend. So Caitlin just messaged me out of the blue. She's like, listen, here's the reasons why we shouldn't go to Universal. We'd probably save money just going to the baseball game. You love baseball. I love baseball. Let's just go. So we're going to go to SeaWorld in the morning, and then we're going to go to the game because it starts at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So I spent probably two hours. I, I will... I will admit that I spent two hours agonizing over these tickets because I was like, that's being generous, Rob. Shut the Very generous. <laughs> like, Very generous. like I sat in the outfield at Wrigley Field and it was it was a cool experience. And I was thinking, you know, maybe that would be cool to do that. And then I was like, well, what about for on the baseline? But we ended up buying tickets that I found that was like we I, I, the first seats behind home plate I found were probably $80 more expensive per ticket than the tickets I ended up buying. And the tickets I ended up buying was only like one row back. So we're sitting like right behind home plate with a pretty amazing view of the field. So it was it, still a two, it was still a two was, hour emotional you know what? drama in the car for us. It, it was like watching them like a, like honestly, I, like a, a soap opera. I hate the, you guys. I'm there was the Rob's defense here real quick. Cause <laughs> oh, I have boy. been to Tropicana multiple times and that field is amazing. I will say. Yeah. So, but you, but him still, choosing you, a seat needs help. You still didn't but, see the his his diatribe that he had. He had a monologue in the car. It was, yeah. there was, he it, it was constantly taking out his phone, looking at the stadium, and we'd looking, be like, "Just buy the tickets." And he'd be like, "I can't, I can't no, do it. I'm too emotional. I'm, I'm not going to do it right now. I had to I'm think about it logically." Right. And then he'd whip out his phone and start looking at it again. And me and yep. Jordan would look at each other like in the mirror, like, "The fuck is he? Why won't he just buy the tickets?" <laughs> It, so, it sounds like me today when I was looking at tickets for something. I'm not going to mention oh it God. until I'm, I'm sure that about stuff, but I was looking at prices on stuff. So, anyway, yeah, yeah that was like but that was, it was my like emotional. the best experience I've ever seen. It was yeah. like, it was literally a TV. <laughs> it was a TV show happening in the car ride up, James. It was so good. I know it was like we had music, we had conversation, but like seeing this play out was, was like hilarious. Yeah, I've never seen someone besides me being disturbingly awoken by dust and driving so like anxious to get a ticket <laughs> i hate you guys anyway although anyway, it anyway. was did those seats because the seats we could have gotten were like 265 dollars ticket but it was like the first couple rows so it, it's those and, and that's really not, nice and, seats and that's also not processing fees or anything like that too that that's was true. just that was just ticket that's true we probably everybody, would have everybody for like like 800 dollars for tickets yeah i know right so anyway, anyways, anyways, so we eventually get to uh, let's talk about the we, we get well, to the, no, no, no. We get to the secret stash. We haven't even gone in the secret stash yet, Rob. We're still we can we can speed it up, but that's fine. So we get to the secret stash. Um, immediately you walk in the door. Mike Zapsic is just standing there. And uh, hey, let's be nice <laughs> on here. Mike Zapsic um, is a cool dude. I met him at Pensacon. Him and he Ming was Chan, super I nice. I mean, there he, is an I undefined say, issue that has shush, not been addressed shush, shush, because of the NDAs. Shush. No one cares about that. Only you do, you little ant. Um. Uh. Anyway, uh, we go. We we check out the store, man. It's a it's a pretty dope store. I do like the setup of the older one. Um, having seen it on like Comic Book Men and stuff like that, but the that new one's not true. bad. They had a lot of cool collectibles. A lot of stuff i wish i had the extra money to just toss at and not have to explain to my wife why i'm coming home with a three foot tall grogu statue that's signed <laughs> you know like I, I wish i could buy stuff like that and just 
easily explain it, but I can't. Um, but no, I mean, overall, the store was pretty cool. We got a little bit of, uh, you know, souvenirs. I, I got a Masquerade comic uh, first issue with Kevin Smith signing it. And then it was a Walt Flanagan exclusive cover art for the stash. And he signed as well. Um, got a hat, which I'm currently wearing because it's fucking dope. Yeah. Yep. So I, mean, um, was- I got a cool ass shirt that got left in the car. That yeah, was pretty it's, awesome. It's currently in my car, so technically I have a cool ass shirt. Possession is nine tenths of the law. So <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, Dustin got fair. a hat. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm wearing my the, hat you too. Got the movies yeah, hat. yeah, the you movies got, hat. You got? Did you get any comics or did you? No, I don't think you did. Dustin? No, I didn't. Yeah, no. I got. A, I got a sticker and a pin. Rob was being very conservative. I was being guys. frugal. He, he, I'm, I'm leaving he, for Florida in 10 he, days. He, he's, leaving, he's leaving for Florida and he did just have a whole panic attack about Rob, to the, the game. Yeah, Rob, I feel like you were on a mission to buy the tiniest things possible. That's it because he also got the pin for the auction. Yeah, we're at yeah. the secret stash and he's like, I, I'm not getting anything. I'm not getting so anything. And then he's like, you know what? Things. I'll get a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Well, my wife and I, one of our things is whenever we travel anywhere, we get a magnet. It's just oh, kind of like fine. how okay. like we've been to Florida, we've been to yeah. DC, we've been to Pennsylvania. Put it, put it on the refrigerator. So yeah, I bought a, a magnet while we were at the stash and I threw it on my refrigerator. Nothing so wrong with that. it's just so, another place we've been to. So we we exit the the stash where we you know we don't have any plans solidified. We knew we I knew I wanted to do a few things. I wanted to see the stash, which we did. I wanted to see Quick Stop and, and go buy a drink or buy, you know, I think I ended up buying like the Nerds Gummy Clusters, which are just amazing. So bought something there. And then I wanted to go to, uh, excuse me, I wanted to see the, the Q&A and Chasing Amy. And we ended up before doing the stat or before doing the Quick Stop and, and Chasing Amy, we got to do something that I think Dustin um, was fainting on the inside uh when we did it we went to tell them steve dave's uh general store slash studio slash uh, closet inside of an office building (laughs) yes hey it's a beautiful idea no it's amazing it was amazing but dustin uh dustin and i both watch uh tell them steve dave or i guess you can't say watch as well now too because they also have too yep but um i i listen dustin is a diehard fan um, so we were hoping to see Walt Flanagan. We were hoping to see Bry Johnson. We were hoping to see Q. We were hoping to see get him. We were hoping to see someone. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, first off, finding that place was confusing as all hell because first off, the numbers ran. Really is. So if, if you think about a typical address, numbers run up or down, depending on which way you're going. So I remember seeing there were, there were 1040A or something like that. There was It was like 1036, 1042, 1038, 1034 and i was like what the hell is going on with this building it doesn't yeah and it's like five buildings over to the left yes. for no reason yeah but anyway yeah. So, so we walk into the door that you know it says that they're supposed to be at and then it's essentially like walking into like a courthouse like place where it's like oh you yeah that's true the second you have to go to the second floor and then you go to uh unit number down a hallway to the yeah, right down the hallway to the right unit 28 and that's where you want to be at it was like going to see your treasurer or something like that in your county yeah, and uh, very confusing, but we're going and we're looking for it. And then, the most awkward way we could have ever found it was <laughs> we literally walk by it, and the fucking office door is open to it, and we just ha- we just happened upon get him, and he's like, "Hey, 
I know. Fucking Dustin, Jordan Dustin, is over there. Like you can't you can't see me because we we do record this, but we don't. Have, but Dustin's like, hey guys, hey little little hand raise up. Hey 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 man, um, we're I'm a fan. Well, I was standing around the corner, and and Jordan's like, come on now, come on, come on, <laughs> go. And I'm like, don't make me do this. I was I was too nervous and stuff. And he's like, it was he's in there, stuff. he's in there. Dustin just turns to us. He's like, guys, it's get him. Let's get him. Yeah. He was so adorable. It was hilarious. Unfortunately, 148 Bri, um, himself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, Bry Johnson, Walt Flanagan, and Q uh were not there on this given day, but we got to meet Get him. Well, I you're forgetting the most important part. And Cooper. And Cooper on Cooper's Walt Flanagan's dog. On on Cooper's ninth birthday. And I uh it, I cannot remember the other dog's name. Socks. Socks. That's that's right. I should have remembered that because I was like, that's such a weird name for a dog, but that's fine. We met Cooper I, and Socks. Cooper's well, my well, best no, friend now. Socks is a cat, also. Oh, I yes. love how cat, we got uh, blindsided by Rob's like love of animals. Zero knowledge of tell him Steve Dave. And he just like, I'm gonna make instant friend <laughs> friends. Yeah, with the he's, dog. Like, he's like, I mean, I got a, I got an in with Walt Flanagan's dog. Yeah. I love that no, dog. It was that it was fantastic. It was, it was a really cool. I mean, I'm not as big a fan as uh, Dustin is of Tell Him Steve Dave, but I, I do listen time to time. Um, it was cool meeting. Get him, super nice guy, literally sweetheart. I, I said this before we even got on here to Dustin and James. He was a sweetheart, nicest, kindest man I think I've ever met. That you're more nervous to meet in like that situation. I um, I feel like after getting to meet Get him and doing this whole trip, if we ever do this again. I know that if you email Walt, he'll make a point to like meet you there and that stuff. Would, and I think we should do that. I think just I can muster up the, the courage. Dog. Just bring the dog. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I don't listen to Testy. I, I, I just don't. I don't yeah. know why. It's not for anything against them or anything like that. You just, just haven't done it. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I understand. That. So when we were going, I was just like, I don't know who the hell these people are. I've probably seen them on like Kevin Smith stuff, but at the same time, I, I don't care. <laughs> so I walk in and I'm just like, what's up, dude? <laughs> There's a dog. Let me go hang out with the dog. Yep. Rob, you remember uh, the, the part in Clerks where the guy is like going through the eggs and he's like yeah. smashing them? That's yeah. Walt Flanagan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, Rob knows who they who. Oh, they I know are. who they are. It's just oh, gotcha. I doesn't care. I just about don't their listen. Podcast. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> just like Fair the enough. majority of people don't care about our podcast. There so. you go. If I send you a couple a couple episodes, will you listen to? Them? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, it, cool. it, it is it is really good stuff. I no, I, listen to I, it have no, I, have I will listen to it. It just did, um, at that point yeah. I had never listened to it before, and it was cool. I wanted it, to go hang out with a dog. It was literally what what like Fire Bear was supposed to be. Yeah, but no, yeah, it was sure. it was a cool experience. Um, we had a debate about one thing that happened while we were meeting with Getem. Super nice guy, took pictures with us, was as kind as could be. Um, you know, we bought I think me and Dustin both bought a shirt from there because it was just mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, like I've always wanted to buy Tez D merch, <sighs> but to say that my first time was I went and physically got it handed to me by Getem, I think is such a better story. Dude, I wish I had cash on me when i went in there because there was the prussian kissing skull and i didn't have any money to offer it it was oh, there i forgot all about it would it would be in the studio failed. i did Any, anyway there was a, a little part and maybe it's just we don't understand context or he was trying to you know politely get us to leave because we were fangirling in there a little bit um at one point get him asks us and it was just the way he asked it was it was 
you guys had lunch yet? As if he was like, either like, hey, I got some. He know, was trying sal- to invite I got some us egg lunch, salad right? sandwiches, you know, here in a cooler if you guys want something. Or it seemed like he was trying to take us out to lunch or at least join us to go get lunch because he immediately followed that up with that there's a dope pizza place next door. Why didn't we offer? We should have been like, yeah, bro, let's, you want to grab some pizza? Let's go. I, I was way too nervous. Yeah. I think even for me, I was nervous. It was, yeah. it was I should like have that. said something. I should have you taken should, the lead. Yeah. On Cause you, Cause you didn't give a shit. You didn't care about <laughs> any of this. It was me. It was Dustin, like not being able to speak. And then it was me being like, I don't know what to do in this moment. I just wanted to bring the dog with me. <laughs> yeah. W- will Cooper be there? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're celebrating Cooper's ninth birthday. Like otherwise I don't give a shit. Like <laughs> get him. You can go eat by yourself. Like, Oh man. Gonna go eat with the no, dog, but, but 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 for real, uh, super class act, super nice guy. I honestly mm-hmm. cannot say enough good things about him. It was super cool that he saw three random guys like awkwardly appear from the threshold of the door, and he was like, "Hey, come on in," and even yeah. offered to take pictures too. I d- I didn't even like consider it, and he was like, "Come on, let's go take pictures." Well, no, that's not how it happened. I asked him if it was okay if we took pictures. That was me. He it was it was it. all a blur, Jordan. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> Oh, that's man. how I feel at like Pensacon and conventions a lot too. Like when you're meeting somebody big, you like first time to. I met Jason David Frank, I couldn't talk. Dude, you get like it's literally a meet your idols thing, but not in like the yeah. bad sense of like you met your idol and they're a piece of shit. It's like <gasps> I'm doing it, I'm doing the thing, but I yeah. can't fucking say a word. <laughs> yeah, like after a few cons, though, I've gotten to the point where I can talk to to them a little bit better. So yeah, you just need to get like. Except when you awkwardly tell people you like turtles. That was my first con. Shut up. <laughs> oh, he was, you were a weird con boy. First. I was bringing it back. I was bringing it back. Yes. Oh, my I, God. Dude, I'm telling you, I've met more important people. I don't know why. I met Robin Williams. Because this one it, it is, was, this one is near and dear to your heart. I know. It's like, get them, Steve why. Dave. I'm I'm all choked up about like like <laughs> other famous people. It hasn't been that big of a deal. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a it's a more personal thing. I'm telling yeah. you. Um anyway, we 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 leave uh the Tell em Steve Dave studio uh and we do something that I've been thinking about since the first time I saw any Kevin Smith movie. First time I saw Clerks. And we got to go to Quick Stop. Mm. We got to go to Quick Stop, the legendary took- convenience store. And we took pictures in front of it. I bought something inside just to say, yes. oh, my God, there's my phone just slammed. I bought something inside just to say that I, I bought something from the quick stop. However, uh, Rob, me and Dustin were talking about this with James right before we decided to do the podcast. Um, so, yeah, so we, we go to the quick stop. It was cool. We took pictures. It was awesome to be there. Rob. How did you feel about the quick stop? Because me and Dustin spoke about this and it was the most dingy place. You walk in, there's tile, the, the, the pop-up tile on the ceiling was like water damaged. It somehow just filled really small compared to like seeing it in the movie. Not saying it was a bad experience by any means, but it was just like, I think I expected more when I really shouldn't have. Didn't it almost like when you walked in there, didn't you have at least one thought that maybe this was another quick stop yes i honest to god thought we were at the wrong quick stop right like this might be the one that they like lure in tourists with or something the real quick stop is across the road or something you know yeah it it felt like a convenience store 
Yeah. I mean, I guess that's all it really is. And that's, and that's, it's, it is. It's it's just like this. It's this cult following place. It's this, it's a cult temple to a it. It feels like of Kevin Smith. It feels like there could have been a murder there at some point. And there um, probably was. I I think I was more shell shocked also by like the townhouse structure that was like 13 feet away on the other side of the road. Like I yeah. was like, Oh, I thought this was more of an open parking lot and stuff, but it was like, yep. no, you're, you're pretty much parked on the road. As soon as you go to back up out of that spot, you could be T-boned at any moment. That yeah, must be much. new or something, right? Cause be. that was never in the original movie. At no, least they, it, it looked like they had like a decent size, like it's not decent, but at least something to where you could get a car into a parking spot and then maybe have like eight feet behind you. And then nope. you were on the road, but no, no. this was like, it was terrifying to even park in there, honestly. Yeah, you have a pretty, um, I mean, it's a nice vehicle, but it's not it's, very it's not, big. And not, you it's were not a full size. It's it's a it's a medium size. Yeah, SUV. it's not big. And you were partially in the road parked. Yeah. yeah. And and that was as close as I could get before I hit the front end of my car on like the yellow like pillar thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pole. Yeah. So, so, no, I mean, like it was cool, but I like just like I told Dustin, like if we ever did this trip again to Jersey to go do another Kevin Smith event, I don't think that I would like have that on my docket of things to do. Go see yeah. the quick stop. We saw it once. It's fine. Yeah, I, we did it. We did the thing. I'm I'm happy about it. We did, in fact, do the thing. So let's yep. talk about the big thing. Harborside Grill and the waitress that Rob got destroyed by. <laughs> That's the big thing. You pieces of shit. Not, <laughs> not sharing your wings. Oh, my God. So uh we met i shouldn't say met we went we we were hungry and we wanted to get food before the show um and this is something that we kind of planned or at least i planned because i was like you know kind of screw you guys i'm doing all the things i want to do can i can i make a statement real quick go ahead it looked so nice on the outside like when we're walking up i thought there's no way we're going to be able to afford this well we could afford this but like we should not be eating here right and it was so affordable it really was like I was, and everybody I, in there was just like average Joe's. Yeah, I thought we were in Gloucester like five years ago. Restaurant prices, I was confused. I was like, "What is going on?" Like, did yeah, you guys eight, ten dollars yeah, for a meal? Yeah, dude, I was, I was literally like, "How the hell do you stay in business?" Exactly. Um, but yeah, so we 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 went to Harborside Grill, which was like two blocks away from Smod Castle Cinemas, the theater we're going to be, you know, going to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish I could remember her name. If one of you guys do remember I... her name, Rob, do you, do you remember the waitress name? No, I do not. You don't. Damn. No. Anyway, shout out to that lady. She told us that she's been a waitress for 40 years. Uh, she's worked her like entire life doing it. She was the best waitress I've ever had in my entire life. She, she was, was cool. really cool. She was super nice. She Rob, was... you say she was really cool, but you were shook down to your core. You was so shook. Rob, was... I was hungry. All right, he, he, he was. That's right. You had. You only ate like like a. I had uh, a gran... a granola bar. Yeah, the entire day. So this was like four forty five. I was. And we're I like... was... I was I was not a happy camper at that yeah. point. But anyway, so, this, this the lady, waitress was cursing at you, the lady, and she was saying mean things. Yep, yep. Me and Rob got. Uh, she also uh, brought me food, so yeah, whatever. Me, me and Rob got buffalo wings as an appetizer, and, and then Dustin got a fucking salad with steak. It's because because he was watching his calories. It was fucking delicious. Like it, I don't it, care it looked, what y'all it, say, it was it really looked, good. I'm not saying it wasn't. Good. It looked, it looked yeah. pretty good. But yeah. um, so. she walked by and she was like these pieces of shit didn't give you any chicken wings. And that was like the funniest thing in the world. That was really funny. Um, and please God, if for some reason, and, and I doubt oh, this would ever happen, but if somehow Harborside gets 
a hold of this podcast and listens to this, understand that that lady is a saint. She is. And please don't ever let her get in trouble because she is a saint. She is the, like, she was, she couldn't have been more nice. She made, I don't know if she knew we were from Virginia or out of towners. She made us feel like we were at home um, in an unorthodox way, but it worked. Yeah. I felt like yeah. I was at my house, you know, my wife just giving me shit and I thought it was hilarious. Um, she, she was an awesome lady. Uh, I, I feel like we can pass over a little bit of other stuff just so just in case nobody ever shares this to her and yeah. lets her know the rest of the stuff. Um, but now, Rob, the main event. Yes, the Q&A. Yes. The Q&A and the auction. No, no, no. no we waited in line for 40 fucking minutes. <laughs> oh, that was awesome, though. Everybody in line was super, was super cool. nice. D- dude. I don't know what it was, but like everything I've ever been told my entire life, like, and, and I hate to say this, um, but real quick, this is not how I feel. This is completely opinions from people I've met and like TV shows and stuff like that. Um, everybody seems to fucking hate and rag on Jersey for, oh, people, we were doing for it. the drivers for, well, we were doing it just to be funny. We were doing it in the episode before this. I'm just saying for anybody who's listening, we were just shitting on Jersey. We were just shitting on Jersey. But dude, everyone was fucking nice. Everyone was like, it was just, they don't care that we're not from Jersey, except the one guy that let Rob know that the, uh, the Rangers lost in the playoffs. uh, That guy was a dick and apparently an artist. (laughs) Let's not go any further than that. I don't want to waste time on him. But no, everybody okay. was super nice. And I was confused by it because I've only ever heard like bad things about Jersey. And it's like no one ever wants to be in Jersey. It's it's like, why would you be in Jersey when you can just like walk into New York, which are also shit people sometimes. The you people... know, everything's legal in New Jersey. Is it? We're, not, we're not getting into that. For for uh, those who, who don't understand, that's a Hamilton reference. So. Yes. Um, but, but no, everybody was nice it was weird they were nice they were they were up front does that make sense they weren't rude they just you know people would say what they were thinking and stuff and not in a bad way no and stuff yeah it was cool just it it, it was super nice but no so we 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 get into the theater we sit down and uh show is supposed to start at seven and by the way this is just the biggest fucking lie in the entire world we thought or at least i did that okay well movie starts at seven and then there's a Q&A afterwards with Kevin Smith and Jason Lee. So seven movie starts, movies an hour, 45, two hours. So nine. I was panicking. So Q&A, so Q&A, so Q&A starts at like 9, 9.15. And that's going to be like an hour, hour 15. I was like, okay, cool. We'll be out of here by like 10.30. Nope. I, um, I have like 10, 12 years of experience of listening to his Q&As. And I was like, oh God, he speaks for like three and a half hours. Well, the, the thing This we is going to take forever. Yeah, the thing we didn't account for is the hour and 15 minutes of him speaking and before doing the auction the before playing the movie. <laughs> so they were like auctioning off memorabilia from the movie. Very cool. He was, he was auctioning off some of his own clothes. He could have been an auctioneer like type person. Like he was so good at it. He did a really good job, but yeah. he, like there were people there spending like money hand over five hundred dollars for a jersey, three hundred dollars for banky hat. hat from the movie. I mean, there was just so I much. Paid, I paid seventy five for the Mallrats script book that's signed by Jason Lee and Kevin Smith, and I feel like yeah. I got a bargain out of that, honestly. 
And it, I was just like, I no, I was there was one of a, a trio of movies. It was uh chasing Amy, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and one other one that like it was signed by Kevin Smith and Jason. I think it was Lee. I think it was Dogma. I, I know. I wish I had it because I love yeah. Dogma. It's my favorite movie. I tried to but, get you it so fast. I was like, I was like 50, and then you screamed 60. And I'm like, right here, right here. And that lady and then had to some, scream 69. Like, six. I and, he been was, like, and he was like, that number is the right number. I should have been like $69.69. I think I have it in my pocket. Right. <laughs> right. So oh my God. Oh well. no. It was, I, it was I got a pin, so that was fun. You got a pin. You did get a pin. Um, so the you found was... the smallest thing in the auction. <laughs> Once again, Rob has a things for those that are uh, tiny. Ten dollars. Um, Ten dollars. Yeah. And nope. fits in my pocket. And fits, in my, fits pocket. in my pocket. Yeah. I don't have to carry it around. No. So yeah. so they do the auction, which was really cool. Um, also, the actor that plays Rick Darris, uh, I think his name is Ernie O'Donnell, is yeah. like running the movie the theater. theater, which yeah. was like so alarming when i went to go get like my the the script book and i was like that's fucking rick darris what the hell I, that was so cool to me um but no movie starts we, everybody watched the movie and it there's there was something to be said about watching chasing amy by yourself okay but there's something to be said for watching chasing amy with approximately 300 people who all laugh at the same time as you do in the yeah. same parts of the movie. And it was like, there's a camaraderie in this room. We, I mean, obviously there is, we love Kevin Smith movies. We love everything he's done minus like Tusker yoga hosiers. So, um, but it was kind of cool watching it with like like-minded individuals. That is very true. Yeah. It was just different. I, I never, I like, even honestly, I'm just realizing it now, as you're saying it, that, that was probably the, best part of the day is getting to experience something like that with a room full of people that actually know what you're with the sold out theater, like which is also exactly weird to see in our times right now yeah yeah because you know like honestly like i said earlier on it's like i tried to share this experience with people and they're like who the fuck is kevin smith (laughs) right it's like everybody in that room knew they were involved they were like indoctrinated into you know making making you know quips and catchphrases beforehand part of the like being like what's a nubian stuff like that like before you know just (laughs) just just, yeah just make people laugh and shit um i'm i still regret it to this moment i should have um i was fortunate enough to get two questions in for the for the q a you killed it dude i i know probably still yes you you were nervous about it real quick before dustin goes into that i don't i hardly remember it i was shaking i was so nervous on the inside i blacked out while asking the questions and then like rob it's karma for all the shit he was giving me at tell him steve dave studios it was came back to fight him it did it did but at rob saw my hand it was i was literally shaking shaking while the questions were being answered and I was just like, what the fuck is happening to me? This is like a weird adrenaline I've never felt before. Um, but no, I was fortunate enough to be able to ask two questions, one for Jason, one for Kevin. And my first regret, because I, if I wasn't so nervous, I would have done it. I was going to be like, hey, pickle fucker from Click Stew when he was pickle fucker. Uh, I forgot yeah. to say, hey, pickle fucker. That's the first thing that I regret. But I, I did ask him. Uh, my question for him was, uh, what was it like being kissed by Ben Affleck? Because in the near the end of Chasing Amy, uh, Holden McNeil kisses banky and then banky sits down and i think has the realization right there of that yeah. oh wow i might be in love with 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 holden he may be right yeah he may be right about this holy crap um 
And then we come to find out that he's like, well, first off, Jason Lee's not the most, um, not the most spoken person, uh, but he answered it fairly. It was, he was like, uh, kind of stinky. Uh, and then, and then I think Kevin Smith went more into like, why would it have been stinky? Because they all and smoke at that point. They smoked heavily, and apparently Ben Affleck was like the worst of them smoking. And also told me that just like he described the way he holds a cigarette. Also, the reason his hands look all crusty and disgusting in that scene is, like is because of the it. way he holds yeah. the cigarette through like the the fingers and all that. And I was like, I mean, I wanted Jason to answer, but you know, big deal, whatever. Um, and then luckily, uh, I was scared because I said I have I had a two part question, and he had I asked that first, and then he wasn't looking back at me. But then finally, once he was done with his like thirty minute spiel about the cigarette part. He was like, also, oh, you said you had another one. What, what do you have? And I was like, oh, thank God. Um, yeah, because the first we, one was more or less a joke. And then this, yeah, the, the, first, second one, one, the yeah. first one was a joke. And it was because nobody had asked Jason Lee a question yet. And I was like, right. someone's got to fucking give him a softball. So that way he can like get into this. And I'm um, telling you, you knocked it out of the park, man, because like too. it was an easy one to answer. Right. Right. Because you're, you're right. We came there to see Jason Lee and had no idea that that man said nothing. Yeah, like was, the whole was, time. It was surprising he was more quiet than than what I what I had would have expected. And granted, we left not we didn't stay the whole Q and A because it was so late and we had to drive six hours. It was eleven thirty when we left. It was eleven thirty when we yeah. left. So he could have he he started to open up more and more and more. But I I like to I would think that I get a little credit for giving him the softball to hit out of the park, which was nice. But my uh, I if you've ever listened to any podcast that we've done previous to this show or even in this show. I'm a huge fan of John Goodman, a uh, huger fan of a character he played, John Connor. Not John Connor, sorry, Dan Connor. I'm thinking of Terminator for something right now. Dan da, Connor, da, da, da. my bad. Uh, he played da, Dan da, Connor. Da, da, da. He was he was the dad uh, in Roseanne. And I'm a huge John Goodman fan. John Goodman and Kevin Smith worked together for a movie Kevin did called Red State. If you have Love not seen it, it, it is probably kevin smith's best movie that is not has nothing to do with his like own universe of of movies yeah. literally such a good movie you need to watch it but and John, just a little little nod tying into that his podcast talk about like about the story is as interesting as the movie itself it is there it is yeah um john goodman is an actor in it and uh so my question to kevin smith was what was it like working with John Goodman on the set of Red State? Awesome question. Awesome. Yeah, I've listened a- to so many Q and A's, and I, I don't know if I ever got this answer yeah. out of them before. And then, and then it was kind of an upsetting answer because he he called him a class act. He said that he he you know usually when we when you break for twenty five minutes or whatever, uh, all the younger actors run off to their trailers, whereas he just stands into his position. He doesn't have a stand-in where someone comes and stands where he's at to take a break or whatever. He just sits there on his phone. And then, and then Kevin goes into, you know, he went and asked him about it because, you know, you can go to your trailer. And then it was, no, you know, only bad things happen in the trailer. And, you know, I, I've been doing this for a lot of years and, and I'd rather be here than being in my trailer. And then you come to find out. And I know he's, I knew that John Goodman had alcohol issues, but then, you know, Kevin's like, oh, okay. You know, and then he tries to, you know, like, well, I'm also, by the way, Rob, when I looked at you, when Kevin was talking to me about this, and he said that Dan Connor was one of his favorite like television people, I was like, I have been vindicated. I knew I was right. I never said you were wrong. It's just a personal I know, I know. opinion. I know, but I felt right in that moment. Um, 
when he asked is because apparently Kevin Smith was is a Roseanne fan and he liked Dan mm-hmm. Oh yeah, big as well. Roseanne yeah, fan. big yeah. Roseanne fan. And uh when he asked John Goodman, you know, hey, do you have any cool stories or anything from on set or that you did with Roseanne? It was John Goodman could not tell him one because of how drunk he was during that time period and that he just mm. did not have like recollection recollections or memories from it. And I was like, oh I still love John Goodman, but that's so sad. I can't say I ever really watched Roseanne, but that is really like that is really sad, sad to hear that you could lose all that time of your life, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Super sad. But I got to ask my questions and talk to Jason Lee and Kevin Smith. So I'm happy about my life. There you go. <laughs> I regret that we did not get to ask the question from the show. What was the question from the show? Are there any fan theories that you have heard that oh, has changed I, your mind? I, you know what? I would have, you see I, movies. I would have froze. I was thinking anyway. about it. And honestly, that's why I pulled my phone out and recorded Jordan's questions and the answers because I thought we could get this on the podcast. You should have, you, you should I thought you were going to ask the Dude, question. And then I you, honestly, what was John Goodman like? Well, first off, that was a good question. But oh no, it was a good question. You should have. You should have. You should, honestly should have nudged me, and be like, "Hey, are you still asking about the fan theories?" And then a, I should a light. A light would have went off in my head and been like, "Oh yeah, that's what we were gonna." ask. But then you got to ask your question, and I damn honestly, it, damn it, Jordan. But if we do this again, and in all honesty, I I, I want to do it again. I do want to do it again. If, okay, I want a hotel room, but I want to do it again. Announced a couple things he's gonna do. He's gonna do chasing Amy. Uh, two more times. You two more times. One with uh, Joey Lauren Adams, and, and possibly one with Ben Affleck. Poss- he's trying to get Ben Affleck. Yep. He's good, talking about doing like a, a reading with My Name Is Earl and bringing in Jason Lee again. Yep. Uh, I mean, he's his doing... talkative ass. <laughs> yep. He's the Jason. One Jason thing... Muse is supposed to be coming on one of those Chase Amy, I yeah. think, as well. The... I can't remember if he said mm-hmm. it was. I think he said it was. I think Joey it's one with Joey Lauren Adams. Adams. Yep. So the one thing he mentioned that if they do and think oh, the, it's the guardians of the galaxy no because that's may 4th because and i'm leave may 5th to go to florida that's true no them doing a table read for superman lives. oh yeah 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 because that would be really cool that would be something special it really I, would be it's a movie that's never been made that will never be made to actually hear his full script and what it entails that's that something be, special right there. that would be cool. i believe you can find it online but i i have heard like many of q a's where he's talked about it before and it it does seem very well cool. his first uh, an evening with kevin smith the first one he actually produced and put out i yeah. mean he went into a very long story about what happened with why what happened to the movie and how it fell apart and the whole spider thing yeah ending up in uh with the wild 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 west West. yeah Yeah, that's right so man but i mean all in all like i'm glad i got to experience this with you guys um there there was other people in my life that i wish i could have experienced with it as well and i'm hopefully there's a future trip where i can bring a couple of those in as well or maybe one or one at a time or so but it was such a fun trip it was such a good time um I did miss, I will say, uh, I, I missed my wife and I missed my son on the trip. And and that's something that I'm just oh. still not used to now. Cause it's like, he, he's only 13 months old and, um, I'm not, I, I haven't been like away from him like that, like so yeah. far away before. So that was a different feeling, but, yeah. um, no, it was, it was such a good time. We got to do, 
it's it's weird when you set up not necessarily an agenda but like try and set up a hey we want to do this and meet mike zapsic and we really didn't even talk to mike zapsic outside of being like hey we're ready to purchase our merchandise our items he didn't deserve it shush we're not going there um and then being like, and then and then originally the like at, at first at first Dustin was you know because we when we looked up like how far away like Te, uh, Tesdi Studios and all that was it was like twenty two minutes away from Red Bank and we're like we don't know New Jersey we don't know this area we don't know Monmouth um, uh, County so to us I was like oh man that might be kind of far away and Dustin at first was like uh, we should just skip it if it's whatever and then but but then we looked up where the quick stop was and then we looked up where Atlantic Highlands was, was and it was like yeah all in a row. Present. You literally yeah. had to go in in an order to get to everywhere where you wanted to be at, which worked out perfect. But we set up like things we wanted to do, and goddamn, besides missing out on the White Castle, which Dustin reminded me, we did all of them. Yeah, like I I don't want to get like too sentimental and and gushy and stuff. I knew it was going to be fun, but like th- this is like literally one of those bucket list things. You know, I'm I'm gonna remember. Like on my deathbed, I'm gonna be like, we. Oh, yeah. I went with some of my favorite people and did like one of the most fun things I've ever done in my life. You know, it, it really was cool, man. I'm I'm glad that you two were the ones I got to to go with. It was yeah. really cool. Super. Fun. I got to meet Walt Flanagan's dog. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> the infamous um, Walt Flanagan. I, I am gonna be posting pictures from the trip onto the uh, the Facebook page so you can see some of the stuff we did see uh while we were on our trip and it it was it was a lot of fun this was something so um these two youngins uh uh i i was been watch i watched dogma first kevin smith movie i ever saw i was 12 13 years old i was in new york with my family and my brother and i were staying in my grandparents had like this bedroom that they converted into a living room because my aunt diane moved out and my brother and I were sleeping in there while we were staying with them. And there was just this movie that was sitting there. And it was Dogma. And my brother and I were like, we just need something to watch. My mom was asleep. My grandparents were asleep. So we put it in. That was the first Kevin Smith movie I ever saw. Still probably my favorite Kevin Smith movie I ever saw. And it just, this was something that I'd always wanted to do. I never really thought about it. I didn't even, I, I had heard that Kevin Smith bought a movie theater in his hometown, but it's not something I thought he was like showing his movies, doing Q and A's and stuff. But this was totally like one of those, even though I've kind of fallen off watching Kevin Smith movies, just cause I don't know, I'm old. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was definitely an experience and something I truly enjoyed. So I do appreciate you, Jordan. Uh, putting this together and bringing us up there and um, getting to experience this with I you know, guys. I, mean, I know you guys fun. keep saying putting this together and getting us up there, but realistically, if, if anything, I almost forgot to ask permission for my wife. Not that I need to ask permission, but it's a courtesy thing to do. <laughs> and then I forced you guys to go more or you less. I was like, the I ticket. Bought, I bought these tickets. You guys have to go this date, clear it. And then kind of just dragged you. And I was, the, like, the... Even was like, I'll, we will take my car. You know? <laughs> The preparation for this was literally, what are you doing on April 22nd? And I was like, I don't think anything. And you were like, well, you're going to New Jersey. Yep. I Because when you <laughs> sent that, I looked at Caitlin. I was like, I don't Uh-oh. know. I'm going to. Uh-oh. Yep. Well, full, full dis- yeah. Full disclosure. <laughs> um, 
there was another event that Kevin Smith did, which was Clerks 1, 2, and 3, and it was a uh, a lock-in at the theater. It was an overnight thing, bring your pajamas. And that, that would we, be amazing. Well, we discussed it. We were talking about doing it. And I was like, oh, well, you know what? I was like, this was, it was the first time I talked about the events at Smile Castle. The very first okay. time. So I was like, man, we should do that. And we were thinking about it. And then when I went back to go buy the tickets, because I was like, I should just go buy the tickets. And then, and then I was going to do the same thing I did here. Just buy the tickets and be like, hey, what are you guys doing this weekend? Now we're doing this. <laughs> uh, when I went to buy the tickets, I, I found out they, like, they sold out in like an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. So wow. when I saw the tickets for this pop-up with Jason Lee coming and Kevin Smith being there, I was it was like I saw the post and it was like three minutes old and I immediately went to my went to the cart check out and then my wife walked by and I was like oh yeah I hey babe I um, should probably ask April, her about April, this. April 22nd um do you mind if I go to New Jersey with a couple friends you know and she was like yeah that's cool <laughs> and I'm like oh thanks babe and then bought it and then I was like hey guys you're coming with, with me to Jersey on April 22nd at least Friday with Coheed we like it's not far away no it's not far away and we can get home the same night and and be home by probably earlier than midnight and then go to bed yeah. in our beds and, and get a good six seven hours of sleep at least yeah it's like if you get home at 6 30 from coheed something the hell is wrong. also there, there there does need to be a mention of the fact that so rob probably slept for a total of about two and a half hours on the way back and that's Around about there. it outside of that rob was up early just like the, me and dustin were um and he had the travel. He drove uh, three hours and 30 minutes or so One, you know, up there. Um, he was tired. And this man somehow went home, pounded some coffee, went to church, and did all these things. Whereas I know, I don't know about you, Dustin, but when I got home. I slept was, all day. Dude, it, it was 6.05 when we entered my driveway. I got in. I use the bathroom real quick. I asked my wife if she was doing okay because my her and my son had woken up like 30 minutes before. She was like, yeah. And I was like, do you mind if I go to sleep? And she was like, go ahead. And then from 6.15 until easily like 12.30, I was gone. You could not, you couldn't jump on me and make me wake up. You know how people will talk about how, you know, and, you know, the best generation, the greatest generation, you know, men were different and stuff like that like today society doesn't stand up to those standards rob defies all of that yeah what time did you end up even sleeping that day um did you get the nap at your what happened at your your family what happened was uh, i came home um for those who don't know who have not listened to go ask your father by the way go listen to go ask your father we're still doing new episodes best dad Uh, podcast thank you most awesome Um, thing ever um um, my son is on the autism spectrum and sometimes and my wife, who is an absolute godsend and superstar who lets Saint. me go, go do stupid stuff like this. Saint of a woman. Amen to that. Um, she had him all day, day before, and my son can be a bit of a handful at times. And, um, so when she was telling me how he was before we went to the theater, how his day was going, I was like, all right, I need to make sure I sleep on the way back. So when we get home, I'm fresh ready to go to you know be there for her and be there for my son uh Sundays we go to church we go to her grandma's house um we have lunch so I was like all right I'm gonna go home I'm gonna make a cup of coffee I'm just gonna stay up and do what I can so I I ended up only getting two and a half hours of sleep and then when I got home we they were 
my son was awake my wife was awake and then he but he was laying in bed in our bed so for like the first half hour i was home i got to just hang out with them in bed oh i was i was still awake so but then it's like all right we gotta i gotta take the dog for a walk um we gotta get ready for church and we were driving to church and i started to nod off a little oh were you driving or was caitlin driving? i was driving Oh, wow. So I was like, no, I'm fine. I had a cup of coffee. I'm good to go. And Caitlin's like, yeah, I'm going to drive the rest of the day, which was smart. My wife is a genius. So, um, (laughs) but no, I I took like an hour nap at her grandma's house. After that, I probably went to bed around like nine o'clock at night. Oh my God. Well, after she got Bobby down, um, I, I was working on something or I was doing something while she was doing that. And we put on Guardians of the Galaxy and I was like, all right, well, by 20 minutes in i'm like all right it's time to go to bed <laughs> so good, my wife good on you, is man. an amazing a saint of a woman who lets me do stupid stuff like record a podcast um that was supposed to only be 20 minutes and is now encroaching on an hour and a half i don't know how this happened this is supposed the... to be a recap of the of trip. Our trip but the trip was, was supposed so to be good 20 we to 30 to minutes is now an hour and a half this is the most kevin smith shit in the world it is it we was kevin only smith supposed it. to be 20 minutes it was supposed to be a q a or you know hey how'd the trip go how he said go? it was going to be an hour <laughs> i was yeah. like i was like mm, I, you liar. dude <laughs> the panic i felt in my heart when he said it's only going to be an hour I, I remember looking over at Jordan like, no, it, no, no, no it's it fucking not. Like, like I think every, everybody has, has in that room that has seen a Q&A from Kevin Smith was like, you fucking liar. Yeah. I oh love the God. value that we got from it. But at the yeah. same time, it was like, it's going to go on and on. Yep. All right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, we, we do need to get out of this so we can respectively uh, get back to our wives, kids, or uh, Justin, get back. Anime to figures. Getting, uh, <laughs> theories um so no i mean it was a great trip and i'm, I'm glad it we was. got to do it and hopefully in the future we see some people there that may listen to us one day that would be dope but anyway um we're gonna be signing out uh check us out on facebook at the center way society check out uh our podcast if, you, if you'd like to we're on apple music spotify any place that you can do a do a podcast that really so um do thank a you podcast you know, thank you thank you for listening to uh four than three gentlemen talk about a trip that uh you don't give a shit about and no nope, uh, not even a little bit you yeah. you know so if you're really listening to this episode you you truly care about us because it had nothing to do with anything fun besides what we did fun so yeah. thank you we, guys. we will see you guys next week where we will be diving into star wars month yes so get excited star Star wars month star wars month is upon us so we'll see you guys next week and with that may the force be with you and snooch to the nooch